What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Blog Talk Radio. I've seen it all before, baby. Don't you worry, no. I've seen it before. I've seen that look on your face. I've seen those tears behind the eyes. It's a hard place to come from when you let your guard down. Let this brother enter your private What's up, people? What's up? What's up? It is January 12, 2018. The name of the show is Man About Town with Don Carl Harper and William L. Pearson, a.k.a. Tip. We welcome you to the show. Uh, we've been around uh, for about five years, best in talk radio, talking about it. Um, just the brothers getting together once a week to talk about all the crazy crap that happens in one week, and it does, but... I don't do this by myself. I give it up for my partner on the end, and he's in Philadelphia. Let's give it up for Mr. William L. Pearson. We call him Chip. What's up, Brother Chip? What's up, Brother Don? Happy Friday to you, bro. Happy Friday. Yo, what's up, Brother Craig? And down in, 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 down in the dirty, dirty, the south, down in Mississippi, we have uh, another correspondent. <laughs> the Reverend Craig Harper. What's up, Rev? What's cracking? What's cracking? <laughs> well, let's get right to it. Okay, so I, uh, you know, I be, I, I try sometimes to say we'll never, maybe you know, the days we don't talk about Donald Trump, uh, are, are good days. But what in the hell? What the shitload of countries? The shitload of countries. I mean. And they caught him saying, and then the dude denies it, right? So he says, uh, if, if anybody's under a rock, you know, the president referred to Haiti and Africa countries as being shithole countries. And uh, well, you you know what you know what though, what makes it even obvious that he said it? He's so stupid, he don't know Africa's not a country. Right, it's a continent. <laughs> So that wow. tells you right there that he said it because he's so stupid. You know, you have sense enough to know that. Wow. See, I, I, I didn't even think about that. I was just so – I when I first heard it, they said he used the expletive, and I just knew that he had used the N-word. I was like, okay, don't let me – so I had to stop what I was doing and look up somewhere online to see what word did he say. Uh, but, but he said shithole countries. And then when he didn't justify it, but when he went and said, uh, why, why can't we have people from Norway? <laughs> what? Come on. How many times are they going to give his brother a pass like that? I mean, I mean, that's just, that seems like that should be it. You know, but then, but then I looked at somebody else's post. There was a white lady, and she was talking about how she loved it. Uh, she just loved him, and he's the best thing 
because he just says what he wants any way he wants, and nobody does anything to him. And he loves it. And she was like, yeah, and what do we need some people coming over here for? So he said what a lot of white folks wanted to say anyway. Wow. Right? You know you know what the one thing that, you know, I, I you know there's so many different subjects that we could talk about in different directions, but his whole thing about the Mexicans and starting out with the campaign when he made that statement about they're bringing us, they're sending us rapers, they do, they rape, all this kind of stuff. That's what he did in the beginning in the campaign. Exactly. And he's supposed to have such a, you know, a, a problem with, with the Mexicans. The problem that I have is that we know, the people that do know him, that properties that he has in Florida that are hotels, he has already used the 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 system that they use for temporary work visas, which bring illegal Mexicans into the country on a temporary basis to work. And he has used that several times. And he uses it because he says that he can't find any workers in America that will take these low-paying jobs. Right. But yet and still, you're going to go around and talk about what they send, but you don't have a problem. It's just like if you go to any Home Depot, I don't care if on the West Coast when I was in Cali, whether it's Philly, New York, or wherever you go, and you see the illegals that will be in the parking lot. Right. And they're usually there as day workers because they know people usually are going to have some work done in their home because they're probably buying something they need installed or whatever. Right. Look at right. the people that usually pick those people up. And you tell me, who are they? Who do you usually see picking those people up as day laborers when they know that they're illegal? See, the problem is is that when you hear people talk about illegals and the problem with illegal immigration, but they're the ones that are taking advantage. When these illegals are in the country, who do they work for? Right. They ain't working for me. They're working for you, brother. How about you, okay. brother Craig? No, no sir. Well, so you who know what? Well, they, they work for us because I, I have been in the position where I thought about using one of them to do something. You dig, and they were there, and then wait. When I was living in L.A., they had a thing. I would, I would kind of resent them being there at the same time. I wanted them, you know, in case I needed to do a project, how I knew I can get some cheap labor, which they don't work for that cheap either. But there was a thing where they were outside the Home Depot that the gut. I mean, the city somehow they were going to provide a facility for them. So they would be protected. So yeah, that, ha- that happened. That happened in Jersey. I, I remember a few years ago in Jersey that happened. That because a lot of them, were, it was a labor ready that was right downtown, whereas a place that you know temporary workers are usually, you know, you can get right. people to work for the day or whatever too. And there were a right. lot of of illegals that were in the town that the people were, you know, saw them hanging on the street. So they ended up building the shop. But like I said again, but you, know, you said that you thought about using them. But majority of the time, it ain't us that's going around picking these people up to go and do work at their houses, bro. Right. Mm-hmm. My whole point is is that they're the ones that are pointing out about that they want to keep everything in America, this and that, and all this crap. But yet and still, it's just like the the, the joke is, because Dave Chappelle said it on, on his comedy special on Netflix that I saw last week. He said, right. he said you know, you know, forty-five. You know, that you know, he's messing up. He's doing a lot of things, and I was saying, whoa, 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 when he be saying things, and he said something about, he says, well, you talk about bringing the jobs here from China and bringing them back to America. You know, whoa, whoa, whoa. He says, you gonna do that? He says, but then the iPhones are gonna cost twelve hundred dollars, because yeah. it's understood the reason why the companies come about bring back the jobs. The companies in this country started going to China and India and places like that at moving headquarters and manufacturing plants because they knew the labor was cheaper and they could make more money on profit. So who is the one that even did that in the first place to establish this whole thing with the jobs? China's not the one that did that. It was the greedy American business people that decided that they were going to go and move their operations or use them for labor and manufacturing so they can make more money. So it's like funny for somebody to go around and try to make it look like these countries are taking advantage of us. We're the ones that created that whole environment in the first place. And and, and then uh, funny he said, uh, and then he 
Dave Chappelle, speaking of him, he said uh, he talked to one of them, them uh, poor Trump supporters, and he said, Donald Trump is going to work. Uh, he's going to save me my money. He's going to work for me. And he said, Donald Trump ain't working for you. He's working for me. <laughs> he's rich. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, that, that, you know, it's amazing. I just, it's like, I, okay, we already know he's an asshole. But, I mean, how many times are they going to forgive this dude? I mean, he can just say anything he wants to. He didn't said it from day one with the Mexican. I love when he said, oh, I can go in the middle of Fifth Avenue and, and just. Uh, and shoot somebody, like, and he was still going to lose any voters. Yeah. How do these hmm. people, even, and then all these Republicans now, all they did, all they said, well, it's very unfortunate that he said that. Unfortunately, you know, I know. I mean, I, it's it's amazing. They downplay everything that this fool does and says. I try to. I mean, and how do they how do they get it? How can nobody can nobody say anything to him? I mean, can nothing can be done? He can just say any fucking thing he wants to, right? Yeah, he can say it, but it just it's just on the level of who's saying it to him. I mean, he's saying it to the world. I mean, you know, Again, it, it, like it used to be the president. Oh God, we got a troll. <laughs> I I see you troll. I know you. Uh huh. Okay, there's a troll on the line. I'm not gonna let him on because we don't do that here, buddy. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I know he's crazy. Anyway, they, the 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 number comes up disguised, and uh, mm. so uh, we won't even do that. But. Uh, you know, it's just like he's getting away with this, and nobody is nothing that can be done. If this was Obama, anything he said, they would have broken down to the minutest thing. He, Absolutely. He gave, Obama gave Michelle a fist bump, and they thought it was some some black pants and shit. <laughs> okay, they were trying to just say, well, what does he mean by that? He, he gave her a fist bump. <laughs> So you, wow. you know what? I mean, you just this this week also, because there were so many things that happened this week. That sheriff Arpaio, the one in Arizona who was racist, that was doing all the stuff. That even the state even found him guilty, and he pardoned him after that. The man's eighty-five years old, and he said that he was going to be running for the Senate seat in Arizona. So now he's going to try to run for the Senate. And, you know, even though he lost trying to be reelected as sheriff back in 2016, I think the person that beat him had three times the amount of votes that he did. So obviously it looks like the people in Arizona, even if they're racist, look like they're turning their back on this fool. Well, anyway, he's going to go and run. And the thing that was funny is that he's decided that he's going to go and campaign by bringing up. Barack Obama's birth certificate again, saying that he wants oh, to go and get involved so that way he can be get Congress to go and pass some legislation that would make it necessary, because he's saying that his birth certificate is a forgery, so he's going back to that again, and saying it's a forgery, and he wants to make sure that Congress passes legislation to make sure there's a more intense vetting and background checks on presidential candidates be elected. Oh my God! Wow. Uh, so even as a, so, he, so even as an ex president, his birthday still matters. <laughs> right, he's still bringing up stuff about stuff because we already know that when forty five went and made that little statement after he was the one that really started doing that birthday thing, even before he was even running, and he was pushing that to remember when Obama was still in office and he was not even a candidate that he was going to pay him. He said he would pay him. Uh, five million. Well, I forgot how much money he said. Yeah, he was like five million dollars. Right. He was. Talking. Yeah, remember he did all that. Well, he incurred. Right. Then he tries to pass it on to Hillary, say that that was her that did it, which is so stupid. When he's the one was doing that crap like two years, three years ago. But anyway, but then he goes at, at the press conference at the White House, and at the last minute, he goes and throws out about well, you know, he wants to put this to rest. I believe that Barack Obama was born in this country, and then the people start trying to ask him questions, and he just walks out. Well, first of all, we know that he's just said that so that way he can try to get them to re-divert attention away from that. It, but it was so obvious that he doesn't really mean it anyway. He still was probably thinking that he still was born in Kenya or wherever the hell he thinks he was born. Okay. So this just proves the point 
that, you know, but I mean, you see people that are really genuine. Like, remember when Barack was running in the first time and he was running against Kane and he had uh, Sarah Palin with him and he was at a town, uh, one of those town halls or something. And he went and, and this one woman got up and said that she doesn't want to vote for him. She wouldn't vote for him because he's a Muslim. Yeah, right. she's the money. He would, you know, so that was something that, I mean, the man said, look, he says, no, 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 no. And he went and corrected her. You know, I mean, that was showing some class. It didn't have anything to do with politics at that point. He didn't like the idea that that whole rumor, he says, I, you know, he's a really good, you know, he's a faithful, like, Christian. And, you know, yeah, so that's not true. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I appreciate But But, okay, so this is what makes me so mad. And if I was much younger, I would probably break a window. Because it made me that mad. It's just how are these people letting him? All they did, like he, they said something to Paul Ryan today, and he put his head down. He said, "This is well, it's just very unfortunate." Fuck it. I mean, how come they? Unfortunate. Yeah. How do they ignore this? That's very. That's a very soft way to go and and and, and react to what this fool's been doing. To go around said he it was unfortunate. It's just like somebody getting shot in the head. Somebody's right next to you, brother, get shot in the head. And you sit there and the reporter said, well, what happened? Well, it's unfortunate. I think it's a little more yeah. than unfortunate. <laughs> the guy's just yeah, got blown, his brain blown up. And, okay, so, and the, I guess the biggest thing of the week that we haven't touched on was the book, The Fire and the Fury. Uh, and I, I, one thing about the author, I'd be scared that, you know, that I might get killed. You know what I mean? I'd be scared that they would they would try to do something. This brother has been very cool on all the shows, and he's been like like he even got a little light chuckle behind it. He said just what you thought that you know this man is like a child, blah blah blah. He got our interviews and he's got tapes, and you know they're trying to mess with him with uh, the rearranging of certain people. You know some some slight errors, you know, and they're trying to pick him apart. But he's still, how, in this real world, how is that possible? He He's writing this book. I guess if anything happened to him, they're going to know this Trump, right? Mm. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. But he, this, this book will potentially bring it into the White House, I think. What you think, Rap? Well, I think any, they're going to try to do anything to get that message out by any means necessary. But also, too, um, we, get, we as people and Americans have to be discerning of, is this book telling us the truth? You know, yeah, I well, mean, I think it sounds true to me. I mean, I don't know, but it, it seems to make a lot of sense. It fills in the blanks, you know. And, okay, uh, so let's, let's just say, for instance, it makes sense to you, but it doesn't make sense to you to me. So now, is that a controversy between you and I, or is it a controversy between the United States? Well, I think it's a question of whether people care or not. Because, like, like I said, when I heard this lady defending Trump today, she loved it. She loved it. These, the, it, these comments, what we think, what I think, they should reprimand him right away. Mm-hmm. Now they don't know what's coming out of his mouth, and he'll just say it. I mean, even though, I mean, for him to feel that comfortable in a room full of people and say, "What are these shit old countries coming from?" I mean, I guess he thought he was making a joke, you know. But on his level, where he don't care about nobody, he just said that shit. And I guess one or two of the congressmen, you know, called him out right away. Say, oh, well, I don't think that's appropriate, or whatever, whatever. But then the fact is, it's like everybody is, they're like, they're, they're, they're putting their head down, you know. Yeah, we're, we're supposed to be played, we're supposed to be played like we're stupid. And you know what, I'll give you another example. Today, 
even be, I think he did probably did this before this other press conference that he had after the Martin Luther King thing. He came on later on, and everybody was dressed with suits on. I guess it was casual Friday. Nobody had a tie on except him standing there with an overcoat on indoors with a tie on. And I guess he had a suit underneath it, which was kind of funny. When I'm looking at Pence and then Ryan and uh, Mitch McConnell, all of them were standing there, and they were trying to take credit for something. And I, I didn't even listen to it, but the thing is, though, is that he was supposed to be going to get a physical today at uh, Walter Reed um, Army uh, Medical Center. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, the, 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 <laughs> I, I saw this about a couple of hours ago. There was a press release that came from the White House from Ronnie Jackson, who was spoke now, you, Ronnie Jackson. Now, the first thing when I heard that name, I said, that's the name of a doctor, Ronnie Jackson. He must have been a doctor in, in Compton. Or even bed style, because I don't know what kind of. But anyway, it just sounded funny. But anyway, he did exceptionally well. They said that the examination went exceptionally well, and that he was in excellent health, and that he was going to be glad to be able to give more details next Tuesday about you know his, his medical condition. And then it was right. signed Ronnie Ronnie Jackson. Well, the problem was is that there was a reporter that looked at that, and he said that, well, we know that the doctor didn't write this statement because it was misspelled his name. They had spelled his name Ronnie, R-O-N-N-I-E. He said the doctor's name is spelled R-O-N-N-Y. And if that's hmm. a statement from him, he's not going to misspell his own name. So, I mean, everything about, I guess this was another alternative fact that they were putting out like they usually do. I mean, they are playing people, I mean, with his supporters, I should say, like there's just complete idiots. Because right. I mean, even when he goes and admits, he never admits that he did anything or doesn't apologize when they keep talking, but he did when it came down to that whole thing about that, that um, the extra tape and what he had said. And he, even though it was a half-baked apology that, well, people know me, know that that doesn't represent me, and it was like, but I'm really sorry about what I said. And then he apologized. The only time he did, he did apologize for anything. Months later, he tries to act like that, you know, I don't even believe that. That, that was, looks like they doctored that tape. In fact, now he's going to try to act like he didn't even say it at all, and they fabricated the whole thing. After he already apologized for it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is, this is so frustrating. He frustrates me. Yeah, it's exciting. I love to see uh, him get before the press. Cause I I will see because I want to see what he's saying or or how he's going to react or if he's going to fall out and then I love um, Miss Piggy <laughs> Sarah Huckabee she cold she 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 flexes that shit she a good good press secretary uh, poor woman she, you know she just looks a mess what you you, you didn't like the mooch oh uh, the mooch. <laughs> <laughs> the moose was cool. The moose, I, you know, the moose looked like somebody you don't mess with. And I guess he, you know, he told, they told, uh, I heard tonight that he had told uh, somebody to stick his penis in his head or some shit like that. Uh, he had told that to one of Trump's staff, and that's why they fired him or something. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, he didn't last long. I don't think he lasted 11 days or whatever the hell it was. It was so stupid. I mean, it's like a comedy of errors. And he, he looked like the mafioso. You know? well, that, I mean, that's what he thought. Look, anytime he started referring to himself like the mooch, I mean, he's even got a, you know, I mean, the mooch. Come here, give me a break. You're supposed to be representing the president, and you're talking like you're representing Tony Soprano. Exactly. <laughs> and that's all I saw was mafioso. Mafioso and everything, but it makes sense. But everybody else, and and then little Jeff, what the hell is Jeff Sessions' problem? What is his problem? What is he doing? I mean, I, I just don't. He seems to be like a. I mean, you know, he looks like a little troll, and he acts like it. You know, uh, the, the chick on Saturday Night, <laughs> she got it down. He imitates him and. But is he like in seventy five? Is he old? He looks old, you know. Well, he's been in the Senate for a long time. He's a long term senator from you know from Alabama, because I mean, so 
Yeah, I'm, so you know, he, he would have felt he would have been better. He probably regrets that he took this position. He probably wish he stayed in the Senate. So he was a senator in Alabama. Okay. Yeah, he was a senator from Alabama. Wow. And, and Arpaio was trying to run for. See, Arpaio come is coming. Arpaio's in Arizona. He he's coming across to me like Roy Moore. You know, Sheriff Joe, Sheriff Roy Moore, whatever, whatever. So all he needed some, some somebody to come out sexually on him. You know, it's a matter of time. And um, I'm just thinking, you know, with Trump, what's going to come out is if they did tapes on Nixon, somebody got something on Trump. Some kind but of you know what, though? It doesn't matter when you do have tapes on him and stuff. I mean, he gets busted with stuff, and he acts like it didn't exist, or he tries to act like it's all scammed or whatever, and it looks like he can keep getting away with that. So, so even if you got evidence of things, we've already had enough evidence of things that he said now that he's twisted and changed and said he didn't say, even though it was on tape. You know, he didn't right. goes and tries to say that, you know, the crooked media, and like they're the ones that, that fabricated everything. I mean... So, I mean, I don't I really mean, know said, what kind of evidence you can get that he's not going to say, look, let Mueller go and find some stuff directly linked to him, and then you're going to find out what the deal is. Because he's not going to testify. I know that. Because I, I know he's going to – his lawyers, they're going to try to keep him away from testifying in front of that because that would be – you talking about – you talking about – this would be worse than Watergate. You can see all this. He's sitting there sweating. Yeah, turning yeah, yeah. orange and red and pink, and he looked like a rainbow. And he'll sit up there and get mad. You can see him up there. You know what? Today, did you see him when he was standing behind? Um, who the hell was talking? Ben Carson was talking when he was doing that thing for for Martin Luther King. Did you see him sitting like behind him with his head like up, and he was gleaning. He was glaring down like his eyes were half closed. But he was like looking down at Ben Carson, like he was trying to read what he was reading off his his paper, his prepared statement. And but he was wow. looking like somebody that was like, just like remember when he did the um, the town hall with Hillary, and he started lurking behind her while right. she right, was right, just right, like right, you would think right, the right, moderator right. would have told him to go and stand aside, and he's up there like he's trying to intimidate her by walking around her and all this kind of stuff. I mean, he was doing that today. He was standing there with his head up. Like he was just sitting up there, looked like he was above everything, and then he looked like he was glaring down, but his eyes were looked like they were closed, but they weren't. And I'm looking at this going, he's on camera all over the damn world, and he's standing there. Does he realize what he looks like? I mean, somebody didn't even teach him anything about body language. You know, it's just like every time he talks, I find myself wanting to hear, I'm just looking for him to slip up. Somewhere along the line, just like when he did that shit after uh, uh, when he called it Virginia. You know, there were some very fine fine people there. I mean, some bad people and some fine people on both on both sides. You know that? I'm sorry, Rip. Like motherfucker, really, really. You know, and everybody (laughs) just everybody just turns their head like they didn't hear this shit. And this woman was killed. I, I I've had enough. I really have, you know. I I I just I I cannot. If he does one more mf and thing, and nobody says shit, and these people, these, these white men, just oh, but the president is this, and he he's doing that. There's no way there's a black man, a black president could get away with it. There's no way any other president could get away with it. Mm-hmm. You know, if George Bush, oh, they the ate George Bush up. They ate him up, you know. They were already on him, and uh, you know he would. <laughs> do you remember George Bush? He he delivered a speech, and he saluted. I guess he saluted the audience or some shit, and then he went to mm-hmm. walk out of the door, and he couldn't get out the door, right? Oh yeah, I remember that. He was trying to open the door. He couldn't. Wait, and then the dude, he stands there and salutes the door. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> he was serious. Still, stuff he stood there right? and saluted the door like it's gonna open for him. <laughs> what well, you know? And it, you know, I, I guess you know. Too long we we've exalted the president to be thinking that he is not human. 
you know, or whatever. But, you know, we see, you know, different presidents slip on. But, I mean, look, they can say what they want. Obama was a great president to me. I mean, a lot of things he did and didn't do. But he handled himself with class, dignity, and especially when they just berated him, you know. Uh, well, you do there. know, but you do know after Trump is out of office, somebody else gonna have that same object or you know outlook on uh, Trump as you do Obama. I guarantee oh, you that he was a good president. Somebody's gonna say that. Oh yeah. Or you you probably find people that some people will think that Nixon, even though he was impeached and forced out of office, that there's going to be that there's people that's alive now probably that think that he was a good person. Yeah, well, I mean, you're going to do that, but I mean, you know, what's it going to? I think definitely out of this Russia thing, and I wish I'm, I'm wishing Mueller on him, just get it over with. You know, uh, like I think I think Trump is going to walk. He's going to walk, okay. But he's going to have to step down out of office. But they're going to get his son. And I think that this fool, he's going to hang his son. He's going to let everybody hang for him. They definitely going to get what they call him, Fredo. <laughs> they get Fredo going down. Fredo and maybe mm. the son-in-law, uh, Man uh, Manafort. Uh, that other dude, the Greek dude, and uh, several. I wish they could get Jeff Sessions out of there. You know, uh, uh-huh. he's just—it's no purpose. I, it's like I'm sitting here and I'm—I'm <clears throat> I'm an adult black man and I see this this buffoonery going on, and I can't believe that nobody. What are these? All the, I mean, what are these senators and these congressmen afraid of? You know, what, why won't they just step on out against him? Or they feel they're going to lose their seats. The Democrats going to get all the seats anyway. You know, because all these, all these dudes is retiring. <laughs> they, that's the way they well, deal with it. Well, they kicked out one. Yeah, that's the way they deal with it. they like, well, uh, you know, I'm not going to run no more after this. You know? Well, that, that's the reason why I think that some of these things that's coming out about these guys with sexual harassment, if you see how many that are politicians on not just in Hollywood or whatever, you see them even in that arena also. I think that there's people out there that's obviously paying people to find some dirt on some people just to throw. Matter of fact, the latest one that I heard was Michael Douglas. And Michael Douglas, it's funny, I don't know if you heard about this, but Michael Douglas basically jumped the shark. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. He heard that this woman was that had used to work for him 32 years ago that was an assistant. And he hasn't talked to her in 32 years. She was saying that there was four different things that she said that he did. And now she didn't get a chance to get it out because his lawyers found out from some newspaper or magazine that was going to publish the story. So he figured that I'm going to do something a little different. I'm going to go and start exposing this stuff out before anybody hears it. They're going to hear it from me first. So the four things that she was saying, the first three are so ridiculous it isn't funny. The first thing she said that he used to be on the telephone talking to people, using a lot of profanity, cursing people out. Well, she didn't say that he was cursing her out. This is what she heard. Now, 
I can understand that she didn't like to hear profanity, but that means you would probably get a different job or you would say something or whatever the case may be. That's not harassment or anything like that. It might be inappropriate, but that's what, and I don't know if he was working out of his house at that particular time because he, you know, Michael Douglas has been involved with a lot of women's causes and supported a lot of these things over the years too. So, I mean, so that's why I'm not saying that that would make him, you know, somebody that wouldn't be able to do something. But the point is, though, that was the first thing. The second thing was that he would talk to her using profanity, even though she admitted that she wasn't, he wasn't cursing her, he was just using profanity while he was talking to her. Now, that in mm-hmm. itself, if you're going to qualify that, just say, wait a minute, you didn't curse me out, but you're cursing around me while you're talking to me. Now, that sounds childish to tell, too. This is two. Yeah. That's the second thing. The third thing was that when she got fired, he made a point of blackballing her so she wouldn't get hired by anybody again. Now, he denied that also. He said that that's not true. He said, but if anybody called me for a reference, I told them the truth, which means obviously he thought because apparently he said he let her go because she wasn't as efficient because he did some kind of survey on the work that she was supposed to be doing and the production wasn't there, so he let her go. So he said, so if anybody called me, I would tell them the truth. Well, that's three things, all right? The fourth thing was the thing that was ridiculous completely. She said that he went and masturbated in front of her. (laughs) Now, so that's the thing that he completely denied. He didn't deny the other three. He even said, you know what, I feel bad and I apologize if I did use profanity because you know, that was something that I did, and you said and I, I was known to do that. And, then, you know, it was inappropriate for me to do that, and I apologize for that. And he apologized for, you know, even on the thing when he was talking to her, even on the phone, even though that's a private conversation. He's talking to somebody. She's saying, okay, and she's complaining about that, which makes no sense whatsoever. But then the third thing, like I said, again, had to do with the blackballing thing. He denied that. He said all he did was tell the truth that somebody called him for a reference for her. But he said the funny thing is that he hasn't even talked to this woman since he fired her 32 years ago. And now all of a sudden, she, and plus she's got a book, of course, because that's what he found out. She's a blogger because he did the research. That's the reason why I said he wanted to jump the shark and make sure that he put the story out first. So he went and found out by doing research that she or his people, whomever, that she's a blogger also and she's got a book out. So here we go, another book. So she's going to go, and one of the chapters in the book is devoted to her relationship with him while she was working for him. So it sounds like we understood that. But then the thing that came out about the masturbation thing, he he vehemently denied that. But that's the only thing that had to do with any kind of, it wasn't harassment. It was just like somebody with a raincoat flashing and stuff. It would be indecent, indecent exposure. I don't know what it would be. But I mean, but that's, that, that's, that's the deal with him. So it seems like what's happening is there are people out there that are digging for this kind of now they try to get sexual harassment on anybody or find out and you know story hunters or whatever. You know. But y'all, but y'all know something. I mean, I, I checked. I was looking at something uh, Tuesday morning, uh, going back to some part of associated with the sexual harassment situation. Do you know the salary that these people are making on the Today Show and Good Morning America? Yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, ridiculous oh, salaries. Yeah. But 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 who would put your who would put themselves in that type of of, of you know uh, situations basically making that type of money? Well, who, well that that's the, that's the ninety nine thousand dollars. I mean, especially with Matt Lauer. Okay, but. There's been different, you know, there's been different telltale stories about them. Even with Michael Douglas, jumping back, Michael Douglas, I think a few years ago, I guess he said he got throat cancer. Yeah, that, that oral sex thing that he said? Yeah, yeah, some shit. Yeah. It was, you know, so it's like what I, what, what people fail to realize is these personalities of, these people making all that money. Number one, they making ridiculous amount of money. Matt Lauer is really up there, and the so fact did, uh, what is this? So, but why uh, is? I'm sorry, I'm going to cut you off. The dealing with Matt Lauer. Why is George Stephanopoulos' name coming up now? 
did they say he did something? When I was reading in the head, I was reading the headline somewhere where they were speaking on Matt, but George Stephanopoulos' name kept coming up in the in the in the, um, in the article. I'm trying to figure well, that piece out. He's probably uh, uh, number one uh, uh, respected anchor right now for some reason, uh, and the fact that he used to work in the White House. I think he used to work for the Clinton administration. And uh, okay. that's what he was. And is, now, he hosting, is he hosting Meet the Press on the weekend? No, no he's on Good Morning America. And no, but I, no, thought, he, I thought he, that he, he was also the, I thought he was on like Meet Sunday. the Press or something. He, he might be, you know, but Stephanopoulos is probably, uh, you know, I, I, I like him, you know, so he's got the flavor uh you know, and he hasn't really, I guess he hasn't done anything that's really, really screwed up. Like, uh, mm. what's that guy from NBC, Brian, whatever his name is, they found out he was lying. And Brian Winters. Right, right. Yeah. And uh, Stephanopoulos is, you know, you know, doing, and then he's got a wife that's real weird. His wife is like a actress, comedian, totally different. You well, know? you know what, what they should do in the news media, they should go and, and bring back Walter Cronkite, dig him up and try to put him back to life. I think they should also go after Henry Kissinger. I mean, Henry Kissinger was really funny. and He was even around during the time when Nixon was around, and you couldn't understand what he was saying and stuff. But, I mean, at least the people would look like they had a lot more integrity. You know, I mean, it just looks like, you know, it just like the things now just look like, you say buffoonery, that's exactly what it looks like. It looks like everything is reality TV shows now. It is. I mean, you know, I guess it's like it's just the, the, the coming of time. Everything is just getting really, really, really crazy because, like, like, and it's it timing for Trump to say fake news because there is a lot of fake news out there. You and know, it's out of most of it. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, like uh, half the shit on Facebook is, is fake. You know, some of these sites are made up sites, and what they're doing now. Is they take these athletes? Wait, they take these athletes like The Rock or Denzel, and they say uh, they put pictures. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. You talking about those ads when they then you think it's a story, then you get down to the bottom, find out they're using some kind of product or something that they're saying that was illegal or some kind of yeah, yeah. They've been doing that for a few years. Total setup. Total setup. You think something happened and they get you to link on to that. And then they're selling some uh, diet pills or some shit like that. You know, <laughs> it's crazy. it is kind of stupid. Because if you look you know, at the first parts of any of those stories, it always makes it look like they're talking about some tragic thing that that person that people don't wait. So wait, what, what, what? We ain't heard nothing about that. And I, right. I, you know, that's why I don't even look at those anymore. Because in the beginning, obviously, when they first start coming out, you thinking it might be some legitimate story. Then you start going. What the hell's all this? It's taking a long time to get to the point. And then when you by the time you read it down a little further, you felt you think you find it out that there's some kind of like product that they're using that was banned in other parts of the world and I said, Oh hell no. And then, and then what they're doing is they take a little ad and they'll say, Do you know which celebrity is gay? And on the cover they're gonna put up somebody's picture that is not gay. That is going to no. make you do it. Like, okay, so they said something about uh, Shamar Moore being gay, and you know, I know Shamar. You know, I know he's. You know, I, I mean, I know him, and so I'm like, what? You know, so you're gonna look, and then you look, and then they'll go to all the gay couples that are really, really gay, and you go all the way to the end, and each time you show you one, they make you click on another page to go, so they can show you more ads. And you get that, like, that I, I, saw, I swear to God, I saw one that said, uh, guess which celebrities are gay? And they had a picture of Jordan up there. Okay. <laughs> oh, so, wow. You know, I got a, I, I had to look on it. I mean, just curious. I was like, oh, hell no. What are they, you know, what is it? And, and I get in there and then they told me. Uh, they had a picture of Jordan, but they didn't have a picture of Dennis Rodman. Wait, no, this is what they did. Wow. Jordan was up front. It was Jordan and uh, and 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 Robert Downey or something. And maybe Robert Downey Jr.? 
Right, and the ad made it look like they was together or they had been caught together, some shit like that. So then you go and you look, and then they'll show you some real gay couples. They'll show you Anderson Cooper and his boyfriend. They'll show you uh, the girl from Roseanne, uh, Melissa Gilbert and her girlfriend, and they'll go through all these people that you know are gay, Ricky Martin and his, his husband, and you keep going through looking for the Jordan picture, and the Jordan picture's not even there. Wow. Okay. But you want to know something about, about another piece about bad commercial or bad promotion? Um, Home Depot. That thing is very contradiction to me. Because it says, if you can do it, we can help. Right? If yeah. I can do it, I don't need your help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I saw that. Yeah, that's why they call it DIY for do it yourself. Oh, if you could do it, we can help. We got we got some Mexicans right outside the door to go home with you. Okay? Because let me tell you something. When I go in the Home Depot, I can't get no fucking help. Excuse me. But I can't get <laughs> You know. Oh, they, you said, they, they said, oh, I know that, dude. We don't need to help him. We leave him right. We're going to blackball him. No, but you know what? You talk about commercials, though. I got to ask that we done. You posted. I don't know, yesterday, the day before, I don't know if it was Facebook or Twitter, I can't remember which. Yeah, the interracial right. commercials. And you saw what I said. You know, because the thing is, though, is that I've been questioning that because I've gotten in conversations with people over the last few weeks. The Cheerios commercial that had that little biracial girl with the black and white couple was the first right. one. You remember all of the damn outrage and people look like they, they were so focused on all of that. That's the question. When you start saying that you see these commercials and you said that you like that you're seeing them, the problem I have is that, well, you know what? I'm seeing a lot of those, too, and I've been making that observation that look like every time you look, there's a biracial now. It's not just a, a, a black man and a white woman. Right. Now they got white men, you know, with a black woman and the biracial kids. is a whole family and all this stuff. The, the thing is, is that I don't have a problem if they were just doing that because they're trying to be politically correct problem I have is that I don't think that these companies are doing it for that reason. Just like that kid with the, with the monkey, uh, talking about the, 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 the monkey in the jungle. And that was an outrage, too, because the company pulls it like they didn't have sense enough to know that was racist. But the problem we have is that the woman who's black, who's the kid's mother, went and said that people need to get a life, they need to get off it, that she thinks that people are making a big deal about it and there's no big deal to it. Now, I know that, from what I understand, she comes from a foreign country. I don't know if it's Af- someplace in Africa or whatever. But, right. you know, but the thing is, though, for her being black, to not act like she understood or to even say that publicly because then right away they already apologized for this because they realized that that was, you know, by the time they started getting everybody started raising hell about it. And even LeBron James even started even tweeting about that, you know, how inappropriate it was. And this woman, because the first thing I said, well, where the hell were the parents for this kid that they would do or approve that? Because obviously the kid was young enough, the parents would have to be involved. And then I, the next day, that's when I heard the mother, I don't know if there was a stepfather or something else that's on the side, but the mother was getting on people's case because she was saying that they need to get a life. I said, what are you, stupid? Don't you understand that monkey and a black or anything, whether it's a kid or whatever, is something that's been part of things that have been used in racist ways that calling us monkeys and all this kind of crap? I said, what are you, stupid? I mean, you know, sometimes I just... But on those commercials, though, like I said, what's the purpose of the commercials? Are they just trying to be controversial? Because they know people will go in there. Because nine times a ten when the commercial is really something that's catchy or controversial, you don't even remember what the hell the product was. Well, you know what it is, is they slip it by. You know, they're very subtle, subtle racism that they are able to uh, to, to, to slip by. And then with, the, with these interracial commercials, what it is, I like the fact that they are now, now acknowledging it. But sometimes... I don't understand it. Like, they got one where it's for, I guess, some kind of depression. And so now they slipped uh, the the white father in with the, the black mother and the little biracial daughter, and he's sitting there like he's got to take, like he's got to, like he got to take a shit. Okay? And he goes in the room, and it looks like, He's looking at his wife and daughter and like, oh, hell, what did I do? Right? 
another mother, a white mother, and his son looking at him, and they said, the only person that depends on is you. Like you said, and, and it doesn't say anymore what the product is. You know, but they keep slipping it in so subtly that, I, you know, when I see the white guy and, the, and then I look at the black wife, then it makes, it makes you definitely pay attention because I'm like, what? I don't understand it right away. You know, but, but you know the other thing beside the biracial oh. thing that I've noticed over the last year or so even more is that the gay commercials, the commercials that look like they have gay tendencies. So they look like, I mean, I, you know, it's, every time I look, if you even look at it, it looks like there's more commercials with men that are acting ways that, that basically you would think that they're gay. Example, uh, Bank of America, which everybody knows in California, there's one on every block. And that was the, that father and son tried to rob one, and everybody said, well, you know it's one of everybody because there ain't no money there. But anyway, Bank of America, um, they have, like, this, this program for panelists that they ask that, you know, customers of theirs and stuff, like whether you credit card or banking or whatever. And I'm on one of the panels with Bank of America. So what they do is that they'll send you some surveys to take or they'll ask you questions about products and services to get some feedback before they promote certain things. Well, they sent me something about a couple of months ago, and it was, um, I can't, I don't know, I, get, I keep forgetting these guys' names. It was one of the night show talk people that was that's on, that he was in the commercial, and it started out with him and this guy in the shower and basically the whole premise behind what product that they were looking to promote. And what they did, they sent a sample of, of an ad, and they were asking your feedback on it before they ended up putting it on the air because they wanted to see, you know, the feedback from the people that they had in the panel before they made a decision whether they would go with it. Well, I'm looking at this thing, and they're showing this guy, and he's, um, I think it was, what's the guy's name? Good Lord, I keep saying Jerry something. Now, what, what is the name of the, the talk show? Hostess out there now. Um, uh, what's the guy on CBS? Uh, oh, I know you got John Oliver. That's one. It's not John Oliver, and it's not it's Stephen Colbert. So who's left? Okay, then there is uh, uh, J- uh, Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy. Fallon. Jimmy Kimmel. That's who it was. It was Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel was in the shower with this guy that looked like he was Mexican. Both of them was sitting in the shower with, like, towels wrapped around him. And he was washing the guy's hair. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at this going, I said, well, first of all, there's two men in the shower, and, the man's wa- and Jimmy Kimmel's washing this guy's hair while he's sitting down in the chair, and both of them are in the shower. And this is like a public, it looks like they're in a, a health club or something. It's not like at a house. So I'm looking at this going, what the hell is the premise? Now, the whole premise behind what they were doing is that using the app that they had, the payback friends that you hadn't paid back for years. So they were showing their app was so easy for you to be able to do that now. So if you know that you owe somebody money, this is an easy way to be able to do it now because we're making it so simple. So that's the premise. Now, you don't, you know, you're looking at this in the beginning, you don't know that, but you see him washing the guy's head and the Mexican guy's talking to him. And he was, and Jimmy Kimmel was saying something about that. He owed some other celebrities some money from 30 years ago that he never paid them back. And he said, well, you could use this app, blah, 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 and all this kind of stuff. So next thing you look, you see the Mexican guy and him coming to, they, they show, I can't remember who the celebrity was, but the celebrity was in the swimming pool at his house. And there were some women that were surrounded him while he's in the swimming pool. And here comes Jimmy Kimmel with this Mexican guy. Both of them, number one, had towels wrapped around them like women usually do. Because what men usually have them around their waist, they had them tied up all on the top. And they so that looked gay, too. And they right, came right. up, and then they started talking to him, and they basically ended up saying, well, you can use the app. And he went, because Jimmy Kimmel was trying to apologize to the guy, so he goes and gives him the app, and he had, but the whole thing had so much gay overtone. And I said, well, what the hell does that have to do with the app and use it? It just seems like it doesn't make sense to me. So I'm looking at this, so I remember I wrote some comments, and because they're asking me for comments, you know, on the video, and and I said, not for nothing, but I don't understand the gay overtones of this ad in correlation to what the app is supposed to do as far as paying a friend back. So I don't know exactly what audience you're trying to get with this ad, but to me, it looks like it's very gay. And I'm not making a judgment whether it's good or bad. 
as far as from that standpoint, I'm just trying to figure out what the hell that's got to do with using the Bank of America app to pay somebody some money. And it seems a little bizarre that a banking institution would make a commercial like that. Well, they didn't run it because about a week or two later, I think it was around the Super Bowl, that they had, you know, something like that. And they put an ad on, but it wasn't like that. But, I mean, I've noticed that a lot of these commercials, are, they have a lot of gay overtones to it. It's like, you know, they, even the commercial I remember seeing, there's a guy in a bathroom. He goes into a urinal. And I don't even know what the product is. Like I said, it's so crazy. The guy stands there. I think it's Comcast or something. But anyway, he goes into a public restroom. There's a whole wall full of urinals. He goes to one. He's standing there. This guy comes in, and he stands. Instead of using the urinals away from the guy, there's nobody else in there. He goes and stands right next to the guy and uses the urinal right next to him. So, like, the guy that was there first is looking forward, and then he goes, and then, like, you know, and all of a sudden he turn, the guy turns around and starts looking at him. And right. then he goes and starts looking up at the guy like he's, like, you see the commercial? Because, I mean, and the first thing I'm saying to myself, well, first of all, I would be suspicious, too. If you were in the bathroom and there's all these urinals and nobody else is in there, why would you have to feel that you're going to come right next to me when you could have went to any other ones there? And then the guy, then nobody said a word in this commercial. He just kept looking at the guy, and the guy looked up at him with this glare like, well, what the hell? And I don't even remember what the commercial was about. But it was like, it, it, so but what was the purpose of it? They, they, they playing mm-hmm. on that they mm-hmm. gay humor. You know, I'm telling you, that, it looks like there's a lot of gay overtones and a lot of these commercials and stuff out there, too, beside the, 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 the biracial ones. We've been talking. I uh, I forgot to tell people we got a call in number, and we do have a call on the line six four six two zero 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 nine four eight and push one. And we have a caller on the air. Let's see. Hello, you're on the air. Hello. Hello, Alafia. Hello, Alafia from the tundra. I said peace from the tundra. Peace from Hi. the tundra. How you How's doing? it going? Yeah. Oh, God, it's cold up here. Oh, But I was just relating to what you've been saying. Um, um, I think, Chip, they're trying to normalize nasty. Uh, huh. Remember in the city when there used to be subliminal cuts where things right. were introduced very quickly in the right. film? Um, we, we got onto that and started advertising and saying, you know, it wasn't cool. But I, I don't even know why to sell a product. We have to have a commercial in the bathroom. There's yeah. one that's so gross about uh, toilet paper and the bears. I'm like, look. But I, I really think that the the there's a, a move to normalize nasty and to make um, to make nor- gay is the new normal. Yeah. And um, I, I'm, I'm not in favor of it, you know. Um, but it, it's the little monkey commercial that made me. I, I got very angry when I saw that sweet black child put in that situation. But you know what? I'm with you, Chip. Where was his mama? I'll tell you yeah. where she was. She was at the bank with that fifteen hundred dollars check. That's right. Yeah, That's where she was. But then she made it worse because she was trying to say that people shouldn't be upset about it, like it was no big deal, and they need to get oh. a life. I said, "What are you? What are you stupid?" Right. We ain't that oh. far out. We ain't that far out. That's how it was. Fifteen hundred. I to be, you know, no, even later. I think it was a lot more. I think like that. They paid him a lot more money, you know. Oh, you and know I they think... paid money. Good copy. My son used to commercials. She got some dough. Yeah, but I think they they probably I bet that when he took the picture that that wasn't the shirt that they had on. Yeah, but you, but you know what the the thing that bothers me more about these things is that when you would think in this day and age now that you first of all you, the commercials don't just get made by in a split second. That means it's going to go through marketing, production, your company, yeah. advertising, age, everything else. Who the hell would have thought that that was appropriate in the first place? When you hear these things, you say, yes, wait a minute, with all the channels that's involved with scrutinizing this stuff, who the hell would have thought or wouldn't realize that that would be something that you got a black kid in something referring to him as a monkey, and you think that that's all right? Well, and they do. And they have have surveys where I've been in surveys where they show you these commercials and they'll ask you, 
this this racist or whatever. I, that's what I said. That kid took that picture and they superimposed that shirt on him. Okay, and they probably did it after they had did it, and they did it, and at the last minute somebody came in and said, "Oh, wouldn't this be funny?" He did. I don't. And so, I don't so I think that they let that through. There's uh, there's just something afoot here. Anytime the president of the United States would get up and say some stuff like he said yesterday in the meeting, like with <laughs> and the is me is that there are people. All over the, the United States, that heard that or that, that heard the report and said, "It's about time somebody said the truth. We should be able to say the truth." These niggas. I mean, it's out there. Yeah, exactly. And I, I, I yeah. don't think it was told. Yeah. Well, I think that we just that we don't let this fly. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, it, it, it's a sad state of affairs that we'll be looking at what's going on in this country now. I tell you, yeah. I mean, going through the civil rights era and all the stuff that was going on, and to look at what we've gotten to now, I mean, you would think that this would have been something that would happen in 1940 or 30. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then you know, and that's that's why you know even Oprah will never run, but that's why people getting excited. They, you know, we so quick. We 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 need to latch on to some kind of leader, and then uh, oh, and uh, we gotta go. We gotta go. We got a time, but well, it's not over. There are so many black women and other women that have been out here in the political world working in the trenches. Let's raise one of them to leadership. I think Oprah's got her thing. She all yeah, I don't. I, she, somebody. But listen, we gotta go. We get to get a question, but uh, something that I want everybody to think about. We were, I was talking about it with a buddy, and we were talking about what, uh, what uh, well-known figure is accepted by black and white, and how many uh, well-known figures that people would accept as some kind of a leader if they chose to run or whatever. Think about that. I came up with some names last night. But anyway, do we have a question for the week? Yes, sir. Something uh, pretty light for Friday's question is for the day, which is, well, now it's the 13th here. It's the 12th where you are, but it's the 13th where I am. But Friday, January 12th, uh, when you were around 10 to 12 years old, what did you want to be when you grew up? Uh, Rich. I was kind of thinking like some kind of profession, brother. But rich, well, you could be always, pretty always. much. You could have been a pimp. You could have been an evangelist. <laughs> you could have been all Roberts Jr. I mean, I mean, you know, I, I don't know. But I, that, I, that, I, but, I, I, but I like that answer though. I also wanted to be. I wanted to be a millionaire by Yeah. But listen, folks, we got to get out of here. Thank you, fellas. Uh, we'll be we'll do this again next week. I'm sure we have some more to talk about. Uh, but uh, to all the listeners out there, thank you. The board is lit up. We got some trolls on the line. We didn't let them, but we want to thank you guys. So uh, we will see y'all next week. Same bad channel. Thanks for listening. Tell all your friends about us. Uh, my name is Don Carl Harper and William L. Pearson, a.k.a. Chip. Have a very safe weekend, and especially the people who live in places where we're getting mudslides in California and ice and snow. Oh, yeah. It's crazy world. Yeah. And the Rev. The Rev. We love y'all. Thank you. See you next week. We out of here, baby. I've seen it all before, baby. Don't you worry, no. I've seen it before. I've seen that look on your face. I've seen those tears behind the eyes. It's a hard place to come from when you let your guard down. Let this brother enter your private garden. Ooh, can I assist you with your problems, girl? Let me show you a way to celebrate your life. I will be gentle with you, baby, baby, Just let me
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.